searched for months and nothing turned up. Yeah, I find this tough because there's there's a lot of angles you can look at this from. There was only one suspect ever considered. Something horrible happened. You know, somebody knows something and they're just they're not talking. They're not talking. It's just it's just too easy. I mean, like I said, there there is a very slim, slim, slim possibility that he could be fake, and I guess we can't really 100% rule that out. There's just this big hole right in the middle of the case that's just there and, and nobody's saying anything. It's crazy. It's time for cross-examination. Examination. I'm your host, Matt. And I am Shane. Thanks for joining us here on our 11th episode. Today, we're going to be talking about all of season one of Case Closed. Wait, that's not my show. No. Wait, this is your not. show. <laughs> it is, it is. You know, I'm moving up in life. Yeah. I haven't listened to any of them. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm like just, forced to listen to all of them. Yes, you just edit them without headphones on. I hope this, so- I hope this sounds good. <laughs> that, that's why um, I think it was Elizabeth Bathory had some mistakes on it. <laughs> uh, when uh, when all uh, at the beginning it was just uh, it was like the I think it was uh, one of Elizabeth Bathory's lines like came in way too early. I think yeah, it was, like, full like forty five seconds early. Yeah, it threw me off. I was like, wait a minute, what just happened? <laughs> that's my fault. That's my um, fault. Uh, Matt. Matt. Um. <laughs> I had like four people text me that day. Like, nice. hey, hey, this sucks. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Do better next time. Oh, yeah. Man, it is. it has been so long since I've done a cross-examination. It's been, oh, goodness. I think our last one was the the one with Scott, like, what, almost a month ago now? Yeah, right? it has definitely been a while. I don't know if I remember how yeah. to do this. I don't. I definitely don't. Uh, y'all know I do remember how to do those. Shamelessly plug other things. <laughs> <laughs> what a great transition. That was sweet. I know. Dude, transitions are basically my thing right now. Um, <laughs> so, everybody, before I, I hand the reins over to Shane, because this is his show. This is his, this is his podcast right now. I'm letting him do this, but I'm going to go ahead and shamelessly plug everything so that he doesn't have to. Yay. Go listen to everything on raving lunatic let's try that one more time (laughs) go and listen to everything on the raving lunatic media podcast center we have obviously shane's show just wrapped up but go ahead re-listen to the season you might find some new facts that you didn't hear the first time we have zodiac task force which the first episode just aired earlier this month with the second episode on its way in the beginning of next month we're already halfway through august right now isn't that crazy? There's like yeah. four months left of this year. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of scary. Also, yeah, it's scary. Like this year went by so quickly. We have a uh, case of the chills with Layla, which just started about two weeks ago. Uh, what? Yeah, no, last week. It started last yeah, week. Yeah, last week. Which started yeah. last week. Uh, 
she did an amazing job. She covered Annalise Michelle. And the next one that she's going to be covering is... Oh, you thought I'd give it away that easily? No, 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 no. You have to listen to find out. Yes. And last but not least, at least for our side, we have my show, Cold Case Chase Season 2, is coming... Huh, I don't remember when it's coming, actually. Mm. Uh, well, I guess we'll find out. Yes. So... Yes. Yes, that's it for our side. But if you want to go check out the other side of the Raving Lunatic Media Podcast Circle, go take a look at Sci-Fi Malady. Amazing show. This month they're doing Automaton August, focusing on robots. They just finished up an ode to Voltron, nice. which I just listened to. It's a short little ode to him. I remember what I remember having DVDs. Or no, is it DVDs? It might have been old VHSs, actually, of the original Voltron series. What which a great was, show. Oh, it was so good. And I recently watched, uh, rewatched actually, the new Voltron series on Netflix. That's also uh, a really good one. I really like that one a lot, yeah. Uh, but go check out Sci-Fi Melody. Also, go check out Quick Rants, which Scott is hopefully going to get back to. He's having some issues with his equipment right now, unfortunately, but... Doesn't everybody at a certain point? I know I do. I have issues with my equipment all the time when I'm editing. I'm like, why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? (laughs) You don't want to see me when I edit. If people edit, bother me while I'm editing, I like snap. I go, no, don't talk to me. (laughs) You like hunched over your keyboard and like breathing heavy and like, no, no, more time. (laughs) I need more time. I need more time. And then also go check out uh, America Asunder. It's only got one up, ep- two episodes out right now, but in the near future of 2092, it will get a third episode. So I think that's <laughs> it for our shameless plugging, I think. Yes. Uh, unless I don't, I feel like I didn't forget anything. Um, um, don't forget to listen to Cross Examination, which oh, you shoot. are listening to. I mean, I kind of, I kind of <laughs> assume that as a given. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know. Since they are already are listening to it, but you know what? Listen to the listen to the entire the entirety of the last uh, 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 full thing of cross exam. Why yes. not? You yes. know, so much fun. It is. It but cross exam is going to be taking another little break for a little bit after this episode, at least. So get yeah. your fill while you can. We're gonna we might make this one a little bit long. Who yes. knows? I mean, we're t- we're chit chatting pretty hard right now. So. <laughs> I know it's been a while. I missed this. It's been a while. <laughs> I listened to that song like I think it was forty-five minutes ago. <laughs> so, but it hasn't um, been a while. But it has been a while. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and hand the reins back over to Shane. So, Shane, what Here are we, we doing go. first today? Season one recap. Uh, you, my sir, and I are going to take turns going over the episodes and just kind of giving brief overviews. Don't forget, everybody, if you haven't listened to them, go check them out. They're pretty good. I did uh, power listen through everything recently in preparation for this, and I will tell you right now, episode one, Ted Bundy, which I'll cover in just a second. Uh, I had just finished narrating an audiobook, and I like re-listened to that, and it was just, you, I could tell I was nervous, and it was just very, like... I was quiet and I was very just <laughs> nervous and I didn't know what I was doing. And I just, you know, I've, I've grown and I enjoy my, I enjoy my podcast. And uh, 
But yeah, I listened to that and was like, ooh, ooh, just cringing most of the episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, take a listen to uh, the first Cold Case Chase and then listen to the JFK one. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like a completely different feel. Like, yes. I like the first one, like, like, uh, uh, what was the first one? Brian, Brian, uh, Schaefer, Brian yes, Schaefer. Yes. Like listen to Brian, Sha- the, the Brian Schaefer episode. My, my mood is completely different. Like it's very, very film noir. Yes. I mean, I, yes. I went back to that eventually, but yes. I think, uh, think it's a very different feel. And yeah. You, you get, you get the shivers, but I, overall Ted Bundy is one of my favorite ones. Yeah. And I think the audience will agree with that. Like I freaking yes. loved Ted Bundy, uh, I loved all of them, but if I had to put them in an order, it's I don't think I could right now because we're getting into the case recap. We might do that later. All right. <laughs> case recap. Ted Bundy, episode one. Ted Bundy was an American serial killer who kidnapped, raped, and murdered numerous young women and girls during the 1970s and possibly earlier. Starting in Washington and ending in Florida, he escaped from prison twice while incarcerated After more than a decade of denials, he finally confessed to 30 homicides committed in seven states between 1974 and 1978, and he was eventually electrocuted. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I love that effect at the end of the episode. It was was so good. Oh, yeah. I I wish I kept up with those sound effects. After a while, like, I just couldn't find certain ones. Right. I can't find one. Like, I think the one that that really got me, uh, who was hung? Who was hung? Uh, The one one you're about to do. Oh, uh, let me get to it then. (laughs) Herman Webster Mudgett, better known as H.H. Holmes, was a serial killer active from December 1891 to November 1894, predominantly in Chicago. Known best for his labyrinth murder castle, he killed and tortured several people, mostly women. It is recorded that he killed 10 to 34 victims with an estimation of over 200. He was eventually caught because he scammed a prisoner who ratted him out and was eventually hung. Yes. So this, this episode, just real quick, uh, it, I had to like maneuver the, my own sound effect. For the the oh yeah I do remember the, that the rope and the hangman uh it, it was not fun it took me like uh, almost like three hours to do oh my that. god <laughs> I was like just sitting at my computer like trying to edit it together and it wasn't sounding right and finally I got it to a point where I'm like okay you know what screw it Shade this is what you're getting good, good enough man <laughs> <laughs> no it worked out really well I thought it was great oh yeah all right episode oh. three yes david richard berkowitz better known as the son of sam and the 44 caliber killer killed six and wounded seven throughout new york and queens in the late 70s he served in the united states army excelling in marksmanship Hmm. and he also claimed to hear satan telling him to kill people through his neighbor's dogs barking on two occasions yeah it was it was crazy (laughs) (laughs) on two occasions berkowitz wrote a note taunting detectives he is still alive and is a born-again Christian in Shawanagunk. Shawanagunk? That word. Shawanagunk. <laughs> yeah. Shawanagunk Correctional Facility in New York. In York. <laughs> uh, good old son of Sam. Yes. That episode was really good. Yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. Really yeah. Yeah the, oh, yeah. the dog barking. A lot and, of, yeah. A lot of good stuff there. A lot of good stuff. All right. Next, we got Mr. Mac and Cheese himself, Randy Stephen Kraft. 
known as the Scorecard Killer, the Southern California Strangler, and the Freeway Killer, who murdered young men between 1972 and 1983, the majority of whom he killed in California. He disposed of bodies by dumping them on the side of the freeway, often with mutilations like cigarette lighter burns and emasculation. He also forced foreign objects into the rectums of his victim to prevent purging. While he was caught, he was drunk and had a scorecard in the car with hints of up to 67 possible killings. He is still alive in San Quentin State Prison in California. Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> I, didn't yeah. realize it. I didn't realize that he was that recent. Yeah. Like, yeah. 72 to 83 holy cow no kidding like no kidding my my I, like my dad my dad and my mom were were alive like during that like what <laughs> like what <laughs> they could have they could have died yeah yeah it's just crazy and very disturbing Ugh. oh yeah all, all right. right who's oh. up next john wayne gacy also Pogo. known, yep. Also known as Pogo the Clown, blah blah blah. Pogo the Clown assaulted, tortured, and killed 33 young men and boys in the mid 70s. He was, it was a disappointment to his father, but he was a true asset to society through charity work. He developed a clown persona and performed magic at parties and children's hospitals. Using his charm, he lured young men to his house and tricked them into letting him perform his handcuff trick on them, and then was perform his rope trick to kill them. Once he was caught, he confessed to all of the murders and gave police a hand-drawn map where all the bodies were buried in the con- where all the bodies were mar- oh my goodness where all of the bodies okay, were talk. buried in the crawl space. He died by a lethal injection. Ooh. If I remember correctly, that map was like extremely accurate yes. too, right? Yeah, the yeah, It was like to a T. Yeah, like, you can see like a side by side of like the map he drew and then like the map that was drawn after they excavated the bodies and it's like spot on. He even like labeled oh, yeah. where there was multiple bodies in like, did, um, specific graves and ugh. Yeah, did you uh I don't know if you have I recently watched it. Did you watch the uh John Wayne Gacy uh like show that they just put out on um oh goodness what was it uh i am i feel dumb for not remembering they just put out a, a john wayne gacy uh, i know what you're talking about i didn't watch it but i did okay. watch a um a documentary where the his sister met one of the victim's sisters or one of the victim's mothers i think and they basically just talked about everything and it was really Really interesting and pretty deep, and uh, but yeah, I assume so. Yeah, because his sister was like his last living relative, and she gave his brain to science to be dissected and looked at for any kind of pattern for all, like you know, his atrocities. But there was nothing. There was nothing wrong with his brain, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just a madman, huh? Yes, and that's you know you go through all this and you see like. You know, oh, there has to be something wrong with them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll get to Dahmer in a minute, but like he's oh, please, Dahmer had a brother who had the exact same upbringing as him, and he didn't turn out to be a cannibalistic serial killer. And so I think yeah. that there's just a gene that a person's born with that you know can be driven by your upbringing. But I don't know, it's crazy. Yeah, 
But speaking of crazy, we got Albert Fish <laughs> yes. next. The old fish. The snack, the snack that doesn't smile back, Albert Fish, also mm-hmm. known as the Gray Man, was beaten early in his life and developed a joy for it. He found a young friend who introduced him to, oh goodness, coprophagia and uh, urolagnia at a young age. Later in life, he became obsessed with sexual mutilation and torture. He stuck needles into his groin as well as cotton soaked with a lighter fluid in his anus and lit it on fire. He likes to party, I see. <laughs> he eventually delved into kidnapping and cannibalism, writing letters to, uh, uh, writing letters about eating two of the children. These letters are what got him caught, and he was put to death by electrocution. There were three confirmed killings, but over a hundred su- a hundred suspected from 1924 to 1932. Oh, Albert Fish! Oh, jeez! Oh, jeez! <laughs> That was a really oh, hard man. episode. I was reading about that one and just like, I just had a grimace on my face. Like through all the research, I was like, God, man. Oh, no. Shout out. Uh, I know we're going to get to him later, but seriously, shout out to Jono on that mm-hmm. one. Shout out to Janonymous on that one, man. Yes. He did so well. And you did too. You did too. <laughs> but he did so well as fish. Yeah. Like he had to read those long, long letters. To yes. Him. I feel I, I feel like I remember talking to him about it, and he was like, "I could only do them once." Like, I, <laughs> right. I, he was like, "I couldn't do them multiple takes." Like, yeah, and he I, had the creepy, like deranged sound so well. It was it was great. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, but let's go ahead and move on to Mister People Nomer. Yes, Jeffrey Dahmer, the People Nomer, also known oh, yeah. as the Milwaukee Cannibal, killed seventeen young men and boys from 1978 to 1992. As a young boy, he was curious about bones and animal carcasses, dissecting them and trying to see how they fit together. His first victim was two weeks after he graduated high school. He became a heavy alcoholic and started prowling gay bars later in life. He wanted total control over his lovers, so he began drugging them and then killing them. Still upset that they wouldn't be with him forever, he began eating them so they would be a part of him forever. In 1994, he was bludgeoned to death by another inmate man so one question i want to pose to you okay real quick um just because of that last line right there how many how many of these inmates do you think thought about killing these serial killers or how many people do you think purposely went into jail to try to do that yeah the guy who killed Dahmer, i cannot remember his name off the top of my head he didn't plan to kill Dahmer, but he was schizophrenic, and, like, God told him to kill Dahmer at that moment. Oh, wow. and Yeah, and so, and it was, like, very, you know, morbidly poetic, because Dahmer killed his first victim with a barbell, and Dahmer was killed yeah. by a barbell, and it was just full circle. And, uh, oh, yeah. But, yeah, the guy, the guy killed Dahmer because God told him to right then. But I don't. That's that's a good question because like son of Sam, some guy tried to kill him like pretty early when he was in prison. He had like I think sixty stitches in his neck because he got stabbed with a razor blade or something. And, oh yeah, uh, and wasn't he like I don't blame him? Yeah, exactly. And he didn't yeah. he didn't didn't like tell the guy's name. And then after that, it, you know, it was like the prison respect thing that we all see in movies. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> respect the big man. I'm prison Mike. 
Oh gosh. I'm prison bike. <laughs> oh my goodness. Prison bike. I got locked up in the clink. <laughs> why am I, I don't know why, but that voice is reminding me of when uh, Dr. Evil from Austin Powers is in jail <laughs> and they sing Hard Knock Life. Oh, I it's love a it. hard knock life I love it. for us. Uh, oh, in middle goodness. school, I could do that entire rap. It was, it was one of my crowning achievements of my middle school life. Oh, I, that, loved, I love that movie so much. Yes. Maybe one day we'll do it for a, uh, we'll do it for a, what's it called? You know. The community nights. We'll do it. There you go. For one of those. There we go. All right. Next up, we got Elizabeth Bathory. Elizabeth Bathory, also known as the Blood Countess, sick name, yes. was accused of killing over 615 girls between 1590 and 1610. She was a Hungarian noble who had seizures as a young girl due to her parents first being or being first cousins. I read that. Uh, she always loved torture enjoying it thoroughly even when her father had a thief sewn what oh my goodness she always loved torture enjoying it thoroughly when her father had a thief sewn to a horse yes after she married she began torturing and killing her own servant girls she would cut off fingers douse in cold water and force them out into the snow and she would clamp them in Iron Maidens for blood. She was never allowed to speak at her own trial, but she was eventually placed under house arrest and died of an unknown illness. Was she guilty or just the target of a coup? Ooh. Ooh. That's an, almost a little bit of a cold case chase right there. It is. It is. <laughs> and I had like read about Elizabeth, Elizabeth Bathory before, but it was like in the past five years all this you've got people who are just like completely denying that she was even involved in any kind of murder and they think that she was actually a nice lady and that she was trying to help these girls by like modern quote-unquote modern medical methods of the time and that it was just like a like a grope for power from from family and stuff and it's kind of crazy who knows maybe we can uh revisit it and me and you can tag team it Ooh. do a little cold case chase x uh, case closed action. Cold case closed chase. Cold case. That uh, <laughs> too many C's there, buddy. <laughs> too many C's and too many L's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More like uh, what? <laughs> Who are we talking oh about? My goodness. Uh, uh, Richard epi- Ramirez, I think. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Episode nine. Richard Ramirez. Known Richard as, Ramirez. Known as the Night Stalker. Terrorized California with 13 counts of murder, 5 counts of attempted murder, 11 counts of sexual assault, and 14 counts of burglary in the mid-80s. His father was a strong-handed alcoholic. Ramirez looked up to his cousin, Mike, who was a Vietnam War vet, who bragged about killing innocents and eventually killed his wife in front of Richard. Ramirez would grow up and prowl houses and rape, beat, and kill the occupants, followed by ransacking the house. After 24 years on death row, he died of complications to B-cell lymphoma. And, I, I, I've said this, at least to you, and I've sent you a meme about it, too. We gotta stop giving serial killers really cool names. <laughs> yes. Like, seriously. Yeah. The Night Stalker is a cool name. You think that's, like, we gotta name them, like... Like dumb, 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 yeah. dumb, McStupid head or something yeah. like that. The like, dirty diaper bandit. Be... Dirty diaper man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Some people might be into that. Who knows? <laughs> oh my goodness. But 
Let's talk. Let's talk about the man, son, Charles Manson. Ooh. Charles Manson, the father of the Manson family, was charged with nine counts of murder and one count of conspiracy to murder in the late '60s. He spent most of his life in jail or in reformatories. He also spent a lot of time running away or trying to escape the facilities. He eventually learned guitar in prison and eventually made an album. Nice. Yes. He met several young people and warped their minds through the drugs and promises, eventually leading them to murder. His trial was widely televised and even drew attention from President Nixon. He received a death sentence, which got changed to a life sentence. And he spent the rest of his life in jail and died from complications of colon cancer. Yes. Of of cologne cancer. Cologne cancer. He used too much cologne. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. (laughs) That's the entirety of season one, everyone. Yes, yes. Jeez. Good times. Oh, my goodness. It's almost Uh, worse when you read them all, like, one after the other. Oh, yeah. What did I spend the last few months reading about? (laughs) I know. It's, like, really weird because it, like, at least, like, brutality and, like, gross like gross factor i think we'll go gross factor with this gross factor it hits this peak where you just have albert fish or sorry john wayne gacy albert fish and jeffrey dahmer one after another yeah like that yeah that is the trifecta of <laughs> <laughs> like reading about what they did yes and like they like to me um Obviously, all these people are monsters, but to right. me, those three from season one, they are monsters. They are yeah. like almost mythical with how with how evil they were. Yeah, I would like, throw Ramirez in there as well. I think that Ramirez. Yeah, I, I, mean, I could throw Richard Ramirez in there too. Yeah, yeah, because he and you know Randy Stephen Kraft. I, I don't know, Kraft, man. This is yeah, crazy. I, I, <laughs> You can throw. You can literally make an argument for everybody. Yeah, you know, like that. Absolutely. That they're just a sick, sick person. Yeah. For me, for me, it's like these weird tears. So, like, obviously, obviously, everybody has their own their own right. opinion. And I'm not saying that any of these guys are 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 good guys. Right. But there are definitely some who were really, really bad. Like, obviously, the three that I just mentioned, and then right below them, I have I have Ramirez. And uh, uh, Ramirez, Kraft, and Bundy right below them. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly, mostly because, or and I could throw Charles Manson in there too, like just because of how cunning Bundy and Manson were. Right. Like, and how like almost yeah. suave in a way. Yeah. Like, I think I think I could probably throw her uh uh H H Holmes too. H H Holmes probably in there too. Because he was he 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 had to have been like some sort of suave to to get God what a con uh, man yeah like seriously I'm not saying that uh, that son of Sam was any good no <laughs> or anything but I mean he was very uh, uh, he was very um upfront with with the way he did yeah. things and it, like and and not to like defend him or anything but he was kind of a tale of two cities where like i I feel like he was just a very troubled young man and then after he got caught he actually a lot of these guys don't even like never felt remorse about what they did but i think that 
David Berkowitz felt remorse and knew what he had done was wrong and knew that he belonged in prison and, and, you know, tried to make his life better and help people after the fact where the rest, a lot of these oh, people yeah. like didn't, wouldn't even admit that they did anything wrong. You know, John Wayne Gacy said the, the worst thing, the, the worst thing he should have been charged for was running a cemetery without a license. Like, ugh, come on, oh. man. <laughs> that, that quote just alone really yeah. summarizes how <laughs> brutal that man is. Yeah. Like, and, and, uh, and we're about to get into that anyway. So yes. I'll wait, I'll wait on that one too. But, uh, but, like all like season one was just so amazing and i'm I'm just really really excited for season two i know i've thrown a few suggestions at you and i know i've seen i've seen a lot of the uh ones i i, I i've i've seen a lot of the ones that you're gonna do yeah uh and i'm really excited for it i'm, I'm excited to see how you order them that's my thing i want to yeah. see how you order them because uh if if you're gonna do it the way I think you're gonna do it, then it's gonna it's gonna be freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna oh, be. Yeah. It's gonna be sweet. It's gonna be May. <laughs> um, <laughs> but before we get too silly, we have uh, we have some cool stuff that we're doing. Yes, right? I I threw some polls in the Discord recently that you all voted on, and uh, let's uh, talk about the results from the polls. Matt, Let's insert, go to the pool. Yeah, insert some cool you jingly do this, sound. Uh, oh yeah, you want to do this, uh, uh, Vanna White style? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not a visual. It's not a visual thing, Matt. Actually, uh, <laughs> uh, so you can't really Vanna White. Everybody, just pretend Shane is wearing a very pretty sparkly dress. Yes, you don't have to uh, pretend. And he's pointing at things. I am. Oh, <laughs> wait. Are we matching right now? <laughs> Hold on, turn on the video. <laughs> Who wore it better? All right. Who wore it better? Um, all right. So let's let's start out with the polls. Yes. So, um, I know I voted on all of them, and I can uh, I I th- I I'm very very excited about the ones that won, but uh, we're gonna go with this one first, which is which killer did you learn the most about that you hadn't known before? And the winner is drumroll, please. Randy Stephen Kraft, Mr. Mac and Cheese himself. Yes. I will never stop that joke. (laughs) That's pretty good because that was also the one I learned the most about. Um, Oh, yeah. You know, we we had kind of collaborated on the list of killers, and I was like, I have never even heard this name. And so I had, you know, everybody else, I had some, at least some idea of who they were. But Randy Stephen Kraft, I'd never heard about. And so that was cool. I knew the name. That's all I knew about him. (laughs) Right. I knew I knew his name and that he killed people. Yes, yes. Um, I I think we should explain that real quick. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I I chose all of uh the killers besides Elizabeth Bathory for season one. Yes. Um, that way just to kind of help out Shane, give him like his his topics. Shane's picking all the ones for season two though. Uh, so when I saw when I saw Randy Stephen Kraft, I was like, oh. I know who that is, kind of. Uh, I think not really. Yeah. Here we go. I knew everybody <laughs> else though. Everybody else was like, I was like, oh, I know this guy. I know this guy. I know this guy. Mm-hmm. I know this guy. Know what he did. Know what he did. I wish I didn't know what Albert Fish did. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, <sighs> like, uh, I think there's just the stigma of Satanism that goes along with serial killers because Randy Stephen Kraft wasn't like a ser- like a like a Satanist, quote unquote, but he killed like 67 people. And he's not as yeah. well known as Son of Sam, 
who killed six people, who yeah. is, I think, more famous because of the fact that he heard Satan talking to him through dogs or God talking to him through dogs and telling him to kill people. And so I think there's this I just glamour. I wouldn't necessarily... Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily. I I think I think that's what it is. You just mentioned it, glamour. I think yeah. it's all in how you present it, and it's almost like theatrics. Yeah. So like, look at Bundy, the most famous serial killer of all time, Ted Bundy. Yeah. Like you could probably argue about that, but one of the most famous serial killers of all time, Ted Bundy. His entire trial was was televised. His like it was like it was like watching a TV show. It was a, it was yeah. like watching a drama, and people eat that stuff up. Yes. Like. And the girls who were throwing themselves at him were probably like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be so famous for being with Ted Bundy. Yeah. And it like is astounding to me how many, how many women threw themselves at serial killers and just, and people supported them. I mean, there was like vigils being held outside for Charles Manson and um, Charles Manson. Uh, 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 what's his face? The uh, was it Kraft? No, no, no. Which one was the H.H. Uh, H. Holmes? H.H. H. Holmes got married while he was on trial. Yes. So he? yeah. So did Ramirez. So did Bundy. Ramirez. Bundy. Like what? Yeah. Like, what do you have to gain from this? Like and, and the, other than fame and being the crazy girl that married a serial killer. Yeah. And Susan Atkins, who was one of the followers of Charles Manson, says she still gets letters from people who think that what she did was a good thing. And that I'm just like, wow. Jeez. Yeah. I'm just like, what? <laughs> and so you just get these, you know, quote unquote cult followings of people who just, you know, I find it very interesting and it's cool to see what makes these people tick, but they are not cool people by any means. Like, yes, I listened to Charles Manson's oh, no. album because I thought that was nuts that that man produced music and it's really weird, but it's pretty psychedelic. It is. It is. It's pretty psychedelic. <laughs> Listen, I'm not I, there's a, so there's this weird there's a weird barrier for me where uh I know Charles. I do know Charles Manson is a rabid serial killer. I, I don't tell anybody, but I, 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 uh, wa- I watched, or I, I didn't watch, but I looked up his music on YouTube. Looked up the album, made sure it was on a third, like third party, uh, like channel that wasn't like sub- directly supporting him. <laughs> Right. Because just to listen to it, because I didn't want to support him in any way. Right. <laughs> it's so psychedelic, dude. It's yeah. like, I felt like I was on mushrooms. I've never done mushrooms. <laughs> Mario mushrooms. Oh, yeah. Woohoo! Oh, my goodness. But let's get on to our next Vanna White moment. Our yes. Next the next poll was which episode did you find the creepiest and i couldn't even like finish the poll before people started saying albert fish (laughs) (laughs) so like the answers were out of order because i was like making the poll and people were like nope albert fish that was the creepiest one oh yeah that one had i think the most votes on it too yeah which like everybody was just um, unanimous yes yep that's him (laughs) yep and i think there's no argument for me i know i voted for him I, i i would agree i would agree yeah, it was, uh, he was such a monster, man. Yes, just craziness. Anywho. And, and, uh, but we're, we're going to have, I think uh, he, be, he might be a monster, but 
I think we're going to have a question later in the cross-examination, and he is not going to be on either of our sides. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but let's go ahead. Let's get on to the next one. So which episode was your favorite to listen to? Uh, I have my favorite, but the winner is H.H. Holmes. H.H. Holmes, amazing episode, by the way, obviously. Yeah, it was good. Um, I know H.H. Um, H. Holmes, that episode... Uh, that was episode two, right? Yeah, yes. episode two. So you peaked pretty early, Shane. Uh, <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> it was all downhill from there. <laughs> all downhill from there. And I had to start digging from the bottom of the barrel for people like fish. Yeah. Oh, goodness. The nice joke there, fish barrel. I like that. Yes, you like that? <laughs> I like that a lot. But um, I'm, surpri- I, I, I'm surprised Holmes won this. Like, I am too. I, I don't want to... I don't want to like sound rude or anything, but I am surprised Holmes won this. I no. thought it would have been Bundy. I thought it would have been really? Bundy. That really? Won. Yeah. That's yeah. my favorite. Uh, let me see. My personal favorite was uh, Gacy. I like Mine too. Gacy. Me too. That was that was my favorite. That was my favorite episode. It was. I felt like I really had a good stride on that episode, and Rage Master did a really good job, and it was just really oh, yeah. really well done. Oh yeah. But let's go ahead. Let's get on to our last, our last. Yes, the last one is the scumbag alert award. Yes, the award for the scumbag alert. And again, I couldn't even finish the poll before Albert Fish took this one unanimously. Actually, I think Charles Manson did get one vote for this one. Did he? I believe so. I'm I'm on the I'm on the server right now. Uh, Cross examination. Uh, Biggest biggest scumbag. Where is it? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, H. H. Holmes got a vote. Oh, okay. And Manson, Manson also got a vote. Okay. But, yep, Albert Fish, Albert Fish won by by a long shot with that one. Yes. Which again, I don't think surprises anybody. That was not at all the creepiest, scummiest guy. Oh, for real, for real. There's a uh... but um. No good. Uh, I am an avid Stephen King fan. I'm sure I've mentioned that on this podcast before. But there's a Mm -hmm. character in the book Black House that is based off of Albert Fish. And so when I had seen that you put Albert Fish on the list in the beginning, I was like, yes, I get to do Albert Fish. Because I had read a little bit about him before. And then by the time I got to Albert Fish, I was like, oh, God, I have to do Albert Fish. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly how I was <laughs> when I was listening to it and editing it. Yes. yes. I did a I shower. To, so when I, I, real quick behind the scenes, when I edit, I, I do my edit through and then I have to re-listen to everything to right. make sure everything's in the correct place. And I didn't do that with Albert Fish. I edited it. I edited it. And then I sent it out. <laughs> I was like, if it's not good, I don't think many people are going to care. <laughs> like, I, it, obviously, I made it good, but... <laughs> yes. No, it was it was very good. It was uh, chilling. But uh, speaking of good things that give me chills, let's talk about these amazing actors who put on a, a terrific show all season long. I'm yes. going to let Shane take over. The Actor Spotlight! <laughs> Yes, we're just going to go in order by episode. So, episode one was Ted Bundy, played by Brad L. 
H.H. H. Holmes was played by Gwyn Thorin. David Berkowitz was played by Matt Ruckstar. Randy Stephen Kraft was played by myself. John that's Wayne. Him. Yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy was played by the Rage Master. Albert Fish by John De Benedict. Take your shot now. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was Abbas Mosson. Abbas Mosson. Abbas Mosson. Thank you. Uh, Elizabeth Bathory was Donna Joyce. Richard Ramirez was <gasps> Matt Ruckstar. And Charles Manson was played by Samuel Chaplin. Chaplin. Chaplin? Chaplin. We'll figure it out. It's like yes. Austin J. Say for me. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel it's Chaplin. It's the last one that gets you. Yes. Congrats, everybody. Excellent work. Awesome job. Awesome. Stand up and take a bow. For real. Oh, yeah. Unless you're at a funeral, like we discussed. Yes. Yes. Um, because we all know that the best place to listen to a cross-examination is at a funeral. Yeah. I mean, um, who wants to hang out with, you know, those people? Yeah. <laughs> Alive people. <laughs> I don't. I hang out with Shane because he's dead inside. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that was good. But so am I. So. You, can, you can see it in his dead eyes. There's just oh, yeah. nothing there. Um, but uh, speaking of, of cross-examination, <laughs> let's go ahead and let's dive into that. Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. I have, to, I have to really get into this. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the cross-examination. It's time for the cross-examination. Yes, we know how much you've missed it. I've oh, also I missed doing it. that so much. <laughs> oh, we got quite a few questions for this one. I was I was very happy to see people people laying down the cues for this. Yes. Um because I saw one question that I have a very strong opinion on. <laughs> <laughs> um but we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna get this first question by more grandition. What has been your favorite killer to cover or read up on? Please be very careful with that word favorite. Yes. Um, it's not favorite. It's most, which one has been the most interesting? I don't mean to <laughs> out you there, uh, Morg, but um, I, I don't think we can have a favorite person. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can have one that we, we find very interesting to read up on. There yes. we go. Yes. But who, who, who is yours, Shane? I'll let you go first. Gosh, I would have to say um, John Wayne Gacy. I mean, Ted Bundy is a close mm-hmm. second because I'm from Washington State, and so a lot of the places that he struck, I, you know, I can actually see and like visualize. Whereas like H. H. Holmes, I've never been to Chicago. Um, but good John Wayne Gacy for me. Um, I when I did that episode, and I read that he drowned his victims and then resuscitated them and then drowned them and then resuscitated them that actually gave me a nightmare one night of being drowned and resuscitated like that oh yeah to me is hell like i can't imagine going through that that i just it makes my chest hurt just talking about it but the guy was the ultimate shyster i mean who who's gonna suspect the guy who's performing tricks at the children's hospital of just of of murdering a young man while taking taking a business call. I mean, jeez. Yeah. Do you think that Gacy is the main reason why 
clowns have such a bad reputation nowadays? I personally, I believe yes. I, I believe he is a very big part of that. I think Pogo. that's a good question because I think that as children, there's like this innate distrust for clowns. Yeah. Because I, you know, I never really knew of Gacy as a child, but and I was never afraid of clowns, but I was always like, what the hell? Um, this is weird. <laughs> but I do think to that same, you know, I think that Gacy has a lot to do with like pop culture clowns being, you know, like Pennywise and things like that. I definitely Joker think that, and, yes, yeah. I think that Gacy has a bit of a uh, influence on all of that. But I, I, I do get you where you're coming from with your question, and I think that's that's actually a pretty valid point. Because even, uh, I don't know, man, just crazy. Yeah. Um, so my favorite killer to read your up on. Your favorite killer? Most, yeah, my favorite one. <laughs> no, the most, interesting, the most interesting one for me to read up on, I think, is always Ted Bundy. Yeah. I mean, every single time I've read the story of Ted Bundy, I... I have this weird thing where I I have this weird thing where I don't read it for a while and then I remember like oh yeah Ted Bundy's the thing let me go ahead and read up on him right real quick. right and then I remember all the terrible terrible things he's done yeah yeah absolutely and like I was saying before like I think the biggest thing that interests me the most about him is like this this man must have had like he must have like every time he rolled charisma it must have been a natural 20 like i don't mean to bring D into this or anything but like, D like, is a part of real. life no absolutely it really is at this point like this man had the charisma to basically walk people into their death and he just kept getting looked over because he was so handsome and suave. And nobody was going to, yeah, yeah, no, that's crazy. Nobody suspects the handsome guy because he's got everything going for him. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to become a serial killer, be handsome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. But, but like, for for our listeners, like, who 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 is that for you? Who Who is your... Like, who's the killer that when you read up on, you cannot stop reading? Like, That's the one that just question, keeps pulling yeah. you in and pulling you in and pulling you in. Like, I, I seriously want to hear it. Like, and it doesn't even have to be from these, the, this small sample size that we gave here. It right. could be like, hey, it could be uh, the, the, the other killer, the Golden State killer. Like, yeah. stuff like that. Um, but let's go ahead. Let's move on to our next question. Next question from Lord Hoppenscotch. Which case freaked you out the most after Albert Fish? <laughs> oh, goodness. I think that's a very good stipulation because we probably both would have said Albert Fish. But very. What do, you got? what do you got, Matt? So, okay, so this is a, a very innate fear in me. We talked about an, an innate fear of clowns earlier. Mm -hmm. um, I have a very, very strange fear of... I just don't want to be walking down the street or just chilling in a car and get, like just somebody shoots me. Like right. So okay. da David Berkowitz, David Berkowitz did that for me. Like and almost gotcha. like where you had that dream about John Wayne Gacy like drowning you and resuscitating you and, and stuff like that or getting drowned and resuscitated. Um, like I just have this irrational fear of somebody just shooting me. 
right like, and, and everything just disappearing i don't mean to bring mortality into this <laughs> but like it can't it can't happen like it, it's very statistically possible so like uh depending on where you are obviously but like that's just one of my biggest fears so like when we were doing when we were doing son of sam and i was like reading up on all the stuff i was like like it brought out this weird fear in me like holy crap this guy just like he did he didn't discriminate he, he yeah. chose like he just killed like he was told to kill so we killed mm-hmm. um and, and that just it freaks me out so much i hate yeah. it yeah i have a very you, buddy? S- very similar situation it's not son of sam uh for me you know obviously i talked about john wayne gacy but the, I think that Richard Ramirez freaked me out the most because oh, yeah. the guy just climbed into people's houses and that's like a safe place. Like, you don't, you know, you, you expect to be mugged on the street or like robbed when you're in a bank or something like that. But, you know, you got a safe place. Like that's, that's not supposed to happen. Someone just climbing in and murdering you. And, you know, I know we don't get very political on here, but I'm going to make a statement and say that this guy deserved capital punishment. I don't think he deserved to live the extra 24 years. I mean, this guy raped two 80 nope. plus year old women. This guy raped a six year old girl. This guy raped a woman in front of her child. This guy deserved to be put down after he was caught. I mean, he was just loving the limelight and uh, it was I mean, in my opinion, this guy, this guy deserved the scumbag award. I mean, I, I know that Albert Fish did what he did, and it was terrible. But Richard Ramirez, for me, just sticks out, and I'm just freaks me out. There's a there's a reason why he's very famous. Yes, there's a like there's a reason why, uh, at least at least in in this sense, why people lock their doors at night. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I lock my doors every like, single night. If I don't know that they're locked, live, I'm gonna get up and go do it. <laughs> I I live in the absolute middle of nowhere right now, and I know that if I walk downstairs, my doors are locked. Yeah. There's not another house. <laughs> there's not like another house for like uh, like of somebody that I don't know for quite a few miles. Yes. We live in a very small town, so nobody uh, where we've had one robbery. <laughs> right. In the in, like the last forty five years. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's like I still lock my doors at night. Yeah. Because you never know. Exactly. But that's. That's like a, a it's it, it, I can completely understand that innate fear of like your house is your your safe space. That's why like a lot of horror horror movies like yeah they really capitalize on that. Like this, yes. you're supposed to feel safe, yep. and now you're not. Someone's you're, looking in your window. Away. Yep, exactly. No, that's a that's another irrational fear of mine. I I would hate to like look out a window and something. <laughs> <just looking away. laughs> yeah, yep. I used to like. <gasps> <laughs> I lived in my parents' house. It was two stories, and the bathroom was downstairs. In the middle of the night, I would, like, from the bottom of the stairs, I would sprint across the house to the bathroom and, like, sprint back upstairs because it was, like, so many windows, and I just knew someone was going to be looking at me through it, and it's just, nope, I'm just going to the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. All right. But, uh, like, for you listeners, which one freaked you out the most this season? Like, you can say Albert Fish. I'm not going to discriminate against that one. Yeah, but uh, it was pretty brutal. Yeah, that one's very, very brutal. But just tell us, tell us in the chat. What, what, which one got you to 
either pause the episode and go, okay, I need to take a break from this, or which one just gave you that weird chill down your spine that I know I get every single time I listen to the show. Uh, but next, this is the question that I have a very strong opinion on. Yes. Our next question is, again, from Org Rendition, and it says, if all the season one killers had to duke it out, who's going to win? And sidebar, th- like, it's pretty possible that like this could ha- this could happen cuz most of these killers operated in like the late 70s early 80s I know. like that I know. that area way too many serial killers at that point in time <laughs> way too many yes um but I'll let you go first because I w- I want to hear who you Oh have. gosh that's that's tough I don't think it would be Holmes because he I don't know I I also agree with you. I don't think it can be Holmes because he needs his house. Yes. He needs his murder castle. Um, He's like uh, Kevin McAllister. Yeah. I don't think it would be Fish because he would get beat up by some of these other people. Um, If Elizabeth Bathory had her, like, murder crew, maybe. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, Gosh. I guess same with Manson and his family. I I'm gonna go if it's just killers. I'm gonna go with with John Wayne Gacy. He was big. He had to have some strength. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Gacy. I think he would he would win. You got Gacy? Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh. Okay. This is. I want to be very clear about this. This is not me choosing him because. Uh. Because one, I really like uh reading up on him but uh i have to i have to go with son of sam david berkowitz okay like the dude's carrying the dude's carrying anywhere he goes right yeah that's true if i and i'm talking like i don't want to say prime david berkowitz like um <laughs> like i'm talking about him like he's michael jordan right now right. um i'm talking i'm talking like like peak uh schizophrenia dogs barking at him okay david berkowitz okay if we have if we have him out on that battlefield and he's got a loaded gun he's not caring about anything right now i will say he does not have the best aim (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah he had more survivors than than deaths and all of his victims yes but i will say that he's gonna be a dude who's wearing a fake cast any day in Ted Bundy. Yeah. A dude who needs a murder castle, Mr. Kevin McAllister, AJ Holmes. He's probably <laughs> going to beat Randy Steven Kraft. I, I didn't really find anything that I could like say special about him. He might just uh, get Berkowitz drunk and give him some pills and then, uh, yeah. <laughs> make him OD and kill him. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gacy. I feel like Gacy would be, a bit slow because of his bigness yeah and because of that that gives berkowitz more time to just bow Pow-pow. uh yeah fish he's gone right away yeah like there's no there's no way fish is winning in yeah, this fight he went after we pray all on, the time yeah he preyed on little children yeah um Dahmer, um I, I i couldn't really think of anything for Dahmer. i feel like he, his process is also very slow for killing yeah um so he was taken out right away elizabeth bathory i 
I couldn't really say anything because one, like we said earlier, we don't even a hundred percent know if she really was a serial killer <laughs> at this yeah. point. It's reported that she was. Yes. Um, but also her tactics were very like you needed to get captured. If we're if we're just doing the killers themselves, then yeah. Yeah. Richard Ramirez. Richard Ramirez was another one that I was like, oh, yeah, maybe. But he yeah. also chose very weak prey. Yeah. Um, but he also used a gun. But no, you're right. He did. And they, they both had the same element of surprise where Berkowitz just walked up to cars and Ramirez just walked into your house and shot you while you were sleeping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, sweet dreams, everyone. I don't everyone. mean to laugh at that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, sweet dreams, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And then... Uh, what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll leave Charles Manson alive so that he can write the power ballad for it. There you go. There you go. Uh, the psychedelic power ballad. Yes. For it. yes. That's that's my personal opinion. I can dig uh, that. I can dig that. I think Berkowitz is winning with Richard Ramirez coming in a close second. Because, man, the those dogs barking at him. Just yeah. rawr, 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 kill him! Kill him! Kill him! <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, that episode, I don't mean to brag or anything, but that episode was really good. <laughs> I don't mean to brag or nothing, but that Man. episode was really good. <laughs> Whoever voiced Berkowitz was like spot on. <laughs> He's probably like really handsome too and like <laughs> deserves all the praise from uh, yeah. everybody. Yes. He's probably got like a 20 pack. Oh uh, my goodness. Yeah, he's probably that ripped. I like it. Um, Yeah. Uh, but let's go ahead. Let's end it off with our last question. This last question is from Matron Mother, who is Layla from A Case of the Chills. She asks, what can we expect from season two? And Yeah, Shane, what can we expect? I'm not going to tell you much, but I will tell you some. You uh, have to tell me. You literally have to tell me I edit your show. <laughs> Maybe I'll whisper, it. I'll whisper it to you so no one okay, else can Okay, you'll hear. whisper it to me. Got it. <laughs> Uh, no, a lot from season two. We'll be doing, uh, covering a lot of different areas, a lot of different time periods. Um, we'll be doing not like, like famous duo serial killers as well as famous <gasps> gangs and groups. Um, it'll be cool. It'll be, yeah, it'll be real interesting. And, uh, I hope to see you all there. Oh Yeah. Season two is going to be awesome. I already know. Like yeah. just, just seeing the names and seeing, seeing the, them lined up is like, yeah. okay, this is cool. The um, one I, yeah. The one I have listed for, for one is going to be the episode one. And I'm very excited about that. <clears throat> oh, okay. Okay. Um, did you want to tell them a release date or do you want to leave that up for, uh, yeah, we'll, dis- yeah, to- we'll, we'll discuss that later. Okay, we can discuss that later. But please keep your eye out because there could be something in between. You never know. Yeah. We like trailers here at Raving Lunatic Media. Yes. Uh, not the type that you pull on the back of your car, but the type that you, uh, you know, uh, put in your podcast feed. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. But let's go ahead and let's end this thing off, Shane. Thanks, everyone, for... <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Let me end this right. <clears throat> Let's try that one more time. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to right. another... <laughs> <laughs> Do it better. Do it now. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of Cross-Examination. Next time, we'll be covering... Who knows? 
If you want to have your question read in that episode, get it posted to the cross-examination section of the Discord. Oh yeah, get that to the Discord, baby. Speaking of Discord, you can find that in the description. On the Discord, we have auditions to be characters on Cold Case Chase. We have auditions for Zodiac Task Force Case uh, case closed, eventually will come back, so we still will have auditions for that. Yes. Please, take a look at it. We also have a whole bunch of other shows on the Raving Lunatic Discord, like Sci-Fi Melody, like Scott's Rant, like my show, like Layla's show, like this show. Like, what? That's yeah. awesome. You have so many shows to look forward to. Listen to them. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, if you would like to become a member and support the podcast, the link will be in the description as well. Nothing is mandatory, but everything is appreciated so that I can put food on the table. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, so that I can uh, keep it and put it in stocks and watch it grow and then make better quality podcasts because there you go. boom i want the best for you see yeah. look at that turned it around made like it on it. you now like <laughs> this is about you oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah this is about you not me you the viewer <laughs> the listener we don't view podcasts we listen to podcasts view them but with your ears. Let's, let's go ahead uh and i think that about covers it yes. remember to leave a five-star review and we will see you next time on Cross-Examination. Cross-Examination. Adios. Ba-ba-ba. <laughs>